How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. And welcome back. Thanks. It's good to be back. Yeah. All right. Um, let's let everybody know what we're doing today. All right. So today, you and I are choosing our 20 of our favorite album tracks from some of our favorite 80s albums. These are songs that were not big hits. Um, we're not necessarily even released as singles necessarily, but are meaningful songs to us from an album that we really enjoy. So. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to it and I can't wait. And I will also say that I um, wanted to say when I made a lot of mixtapes back in the day in the 80s, and these were always like those ones I wanted to handpick that, you know, you wouldn't hear on the radio necessarily because they weren't the release hits. So I wanted to hear more of these artists because we really kind of feel something special about these particular songs that we've chosen. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. So, all right, here we go. I guess I get to kick it off today. So, yes, all right. My first one comes from uh, uh, one of my all-time favorite artists. And um, this was one that was actually done a cappella. Um, we would, uh, my friends and I would listen to this one forever. And um, we actually would like sing it because of the, because of not having any accompaniment uh, in the song. And uh, uh, just a, uh, to me, what a great song that never really made the uh, made, made the charts. So here we go. All the birds have been blue. They don't know what to do. Ever since you said goodbye to me. And the flowers in their gloom have just refused to Cause we all want you back, you see, naturally. And that was Naturally by Huey Lewis and the News from the album titled Four. Oh, what a great song. Wow. Were there any other songs that were a cappella off the album? No, there were no. Uh, that was the only a cappella song or as... God rest his soul. Our chorus teacher, Mr. Smith, used to call it. He used to call. We're going to sing acapulco rather than acapella. And <laughs> um, no, that was the only acapella song that Huey did. Ah, oh, amazing. What about his other albums? Nothing. Nope. That's the only one that he kind of had the the doo-wop going on there and stuff. And it's just wow. Yep. Yeah. Surprising because he does have he does so well with that doo-wop kind of sound. Yes. Correct. Dunmore. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Nice. All right. And that was from four, right? Four. Yes. Yeah. You know, you have to put the exclamation point at the end. Yes. <laughs> oh, like what you yell. Correct. Golfing. Four. Golfing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Good start there. So as we know from hearing me on my shows, and there was definitely songs from each of my all-time favorite artists that I wanted to pick. Um, and we've heard this song once before in an earlier show from um, a soundtrack to an 80s movie. And I had to include it because it's just one of my favorite tracks by them. And it means so much to me. Just for a day on a day like today, I'll get away. 
Depeche Mode, and but not tonight on their. It actually, was not originally on the Black Celebration album, and then later reissued it, and they included it as a bonus track on that album from 1985. And just the lyrics of that song, I just remember sitting on the curb listening to it and looking up at the stars in the sky and just having this feeling of yeah, like, wow, awesome. Okay. I could and I could see that happening. Absolutely, I'm okay right now by myself, like just feeling good and like yeah, yeah. So. Awesome. Woo. Woo. Great tune. Great tune. Fantastic. All right. Here is another Huey Lewis song. Um, uh, working at a local grocery store, me and my friends, a couple of my buddies that we went to high school with, actually, when we would work, when we would unload freight, um, this was a song that we, oh, we would play over and over again because we kind of, this was like our theme song every time that we would be like unloading freight and doing a job and stuff like that. Um, again, I, it was, it, he definitely made a video for this. This is what got me into Huey. Uh, he definitely made a, a video for this. I know I saw it on MTV, um, but it only made it to number 41 on the Hot 100, which to me, this was for the 80s. This was definitely a rocking song that I thought would probably have charted higher, but it, it, it didn't, uh, not on a billboard anyway. Uh, but, uh, just a driving song and, ah, went nuts with it. Here it is. Yeah. 
give you a little Huey on the harmonica there because that was like the whole driving part of the song too for us but there it is it's working for a living by Huey Lewis off of the album picture this nice yeah I do remember that one and I, you're right I'm surprised that was such a distinctive Huey song I thought it would be a bigger hit yeah I, and like I said that was probably the one off that album that that you know got me into it um you know, Do You Believe in Love was a huge hit off that song. And, and, you know, again, another one that we cranked up all the time. But Working for a Living, just, wow, I just thought, man, this is this has got to be a smash. But, it, I mean, it wasn't. But, like I said, for us, had a lot of meaning. We just jammed out to it, and it was a great song. Nice. <laughs> Working your tails off. All right. Correct. <laughs> all right. So... Another one of my all-time favorite groups, and from their very well, their first album that I was made aware of. No, no, I'm sorry. This is the first album that they made, and this was the first track off the album. When I bought it because of their hit that I had seen and heard, but playing this for the first time, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like this a lot. This is my kind of thing." And this is how the the album started off. first heard Weston Girls and was like enamored by them 
when I went out and bought this, like I said, this was the first track. It's called Two Divided by Zero. That's for my love of math. Why did black? Why does black? Awesome. <laughs> and uh, what a from- song. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's from their first album called Please. And the Pet Shop Boys ever since has been in my wheelhouse for good. And I love it. So Fantastic. Wow. Awesome. awesome. All right. Now I'm going to turn to my Springsteen fetish. And um, <laughs> this is the first one um, of my couple that I have from Bruce from his different albums from the 80s. Um, what what can we say about Born in the USA? But seven top ten songs, yes? Yes. And this one, to me... I really thought would have would have made it, but it never got released. So, uh, ah, great song. Here we go. <laughs> Born in the USA, Darlington County. Woo! Yeah, there's nothing like we said. Bruce's hometown Americana. Ooh, yeah. Storytelling. Just yeah. wow. Yeah, it's just him. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> Rocking out. Got it. <laughs> All right. Well, another one of my super groups and – It was their third album, but it was the first one that I ended up purchasing after I heard two of their hits um, in in the United States for the first time on the radio. And I went and got this, and just this song stood out so much. Thank you. 
Erasure from the Innocence, and the song is called Phantom Bride. Wow, great tune! Oh my god, yeah, it's a great jam. I just blast yeah. it. Wow, wow, awesome! Awesome, totally awesome! Totally awesome. <clears throat> All right, um, I'm gonna get a little somber now with my next Springsteen song. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of deep meaning uh to this song um just about you know trying to make atonement with 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 his father and oh my god and it's probably came back years later i heard it again not too long after my like hours pretty much after my father had passed away on east street radio so it kind of haunted me when i heard it just to know that um Oh, I heard it again, but just, oh, uh, here it is. Last night I dreamed that I was a child Out where the pines grow Wild and tall, I was trying to make it home through the forest before the darkness falls. I heard the wind rustle. And ghostly voices rose from the fields. I ran with my heart pounding down that broken path with the devil snapping at my heels. I broke through the trees and there in the night my father's house stood shining hard and bright. The branches and brambles Tore my clothes and scratched my But I ran till I fell Shaking in his arms 
And that was from the Nebraska album, his first album without the E Street Band. That's My Father's House. Wow. That is just hauntingly gorgeous. It's um, wow. That <laughs> it's just wow. What he does, just oh, he gets right inside your oh, heart and soul. And wow, it's that's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous song. Amazing. Totally amazing. Ah, yes. My father's house. Do you ever hear him do it live or no? Never. No, never. Um, you know, he, I, it's, he, probably the biggest song off the Nebraska album, the two biggest songs, but the oh, one out of two that he's always done in concert was Atlantic City. Um, Open All Night was kind of a different version that he did when he was in new Orleans. He kind of, he jazzed it up and everything like that. It's a lot different than the album. And I, you know, I had talked about songs, you know, from album to live versions. And he'd like, he takes the, he takes open all night and really jazz it up, but I've never heard him do open all night, but Atlantic city, I definitely heard him do uh, more than more than one time, but my father's house never. And I think I'd go crazy if I, if I ever got the chance to hear him do that in concert. Well, yeah, it speaks to what you said, like, because it's a very stripped down song. So if he did it live, it doesn't require a ton of accompaniment and there's not a lot of background. So, yeah, it would probably, you know, it would probably just be him and the guitar. Which so. he could do. That's what I'm saying. It would. It might be probably amazing to hear it being done live if he ever did it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Wow. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. Speaking of beautiful... I'm kind of toning it down for a moment here myself. few songs not a huge hit from purple rain soundtrack the beautiful ones by prince and the revolution another i think hauntingly beautiful song oh my god awesome song oh awesome, awesome. beautiful it's awesome. a beautiful one it's a beautiful one i think it is a beautiful one yes totally wow all right 
two more to go for me with Bruce. This one is a rocking song. If you listen to it closely, Danny, see if you could pick up some of the references that he makes to various television shows in this one. Um, this one, again, was like growing up and learning about relationships and being good enough for somebody. And um, that's what this song meant to me. It was just hard driving. It was Bruce's Bruce's white way of saying that, like, hey, you're a winner. You're, you know, the girl that's that you like that's seen somebody else is that you're much better for her. And these are the things that you do. And every time I hear this, I go crazy. And yes, I heard this. I heard him do this song three times in concert. And every time that I heard it, I went I went crazy. So and I still go crazy. So here's my next one. from the river i'm a rocker <laughs> if one might think that you have a think about bruce springsteen <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i never heard that song either wow cool yep i'm a rocker baby i'm a rocker you got that right I, he's my he's my man crush every day bruce baby Woo! <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> all right mr bruce <laughs> I wouldn't have thought anything less from you. <laughs> I know you wouldn't. Right. And likewise, for me, you know, my next song, you know that I would have definitely not left this group out. It's the, the last group that I saw ever in concert right before COVID. And it's from my favorite album of theirs. It came out in 1986. And um, again, was not a single or a hit from it. They had two other hits from it, but this is the one also that I just... Ugh, love it. <laughs> Yeah. 
favorites orchestral maneuvers in the dark omd with goddess of love from the pacific age oh my god great tune fantastic wow uh, yeah feel good song and just uh there you go love yes <laughs> nice all right last springsteen for y'all and this is from your favorite album tunnel of love and again has to do with somebody that you care for that you you're interested in and that you could prove to them that you're better than the person that they're with, who's not very nice or treating them very well and how much, how, how better you are for them. So um heard this one in concert, heard this one in concert as well. And he actually did it another time with his wife, Patty, um, one time, well, he did both songs with her, but the, the second one, she kind of, it was more of a, of an acapella type than it was of a full band. So, um, here it is. tunnel of love that's tougher than the rest oh, i you know i love that sound of this album it's just such a oh wow and you told me i think we talked about it last time um like in concerts they doesn't seem to do a lot of the tracks from this album no yeah it's amazing it's wow. amazing yep like I said, my dream would be you get me, <laughs> you know, because sometimes artists are doing that these days where they'll, a certain concert, they just like play like all the like hits of like one album. They'll play an album through. Yes. For me to be able to listen to Bruce do this entire album would just be like my dream. Yeah. And it was it was cool because when he released in 2016, I like early, actually like 
the Christmas of 2015 going into 2016, he released the 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 box set called the the ties that bind, which were it was the river re-released with other hits that never made the river. And then when he went out on tour and the ties that bind, like the first half of the tour, he he like stuck to that where he did he did like the complete you know, the ties that buy, he just did the whole river album. Mm-hmm. But then later on to like the late summer of 16, when I saw him again in August and September, he did, he actually started from like greetings from Asbury park all the way to like born in the USA. So, um, you know, it was pretty cool to see those albums, like him pick songs from those albums into the, into the concert it was just amazing so yeah like tunnel would be definitely there would definitely be some songs from tunnel that i would love to see in concert definitely well well get on that for me okay okay i'm i'm working on it sure i'll call i'm gonna call his agent right now all the well you have his direct line call bruce himself i'll call bruce right away (laughs) all right all right cool (laughs) all right well Another huge album of the 80s and first time hearing them, um, even though they had a first album that I wasn't aware of until after they became big with this album. And I, this was a song that spoke to me on the album that I thought really could have been a hit for them and just, just showcased their talent and this voice. Yeah, here we go. so bummed when you told me they're going to be in concert and I can't see them and uh, yeah songs from the big chair the working hour by tears for fears wow. I love that song so much uh. I love the line we are paid by those who learn by our mistakes uh. 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 just a great tune oh boy that may have to be a be, that may have to be a song line coming up in another another podcast yeah, I could see it. Yeah, for Ugh. sure. Great, awesome, awesome. All right, shifting gears for me now. 
eighth grade 1982 this album blew me out of the water and oh this song i'm surprised was not a charter um although they they did have some great hits off this album but by by far this one was my all-time favorite off this album and it just oh you know put the walkman headphones on and i could i could listen to this forever oh my goodness all right here we go gazing at a sunrise reflected in your clear eyes lifting on in forest smoke fire make our way through the broken days I couldn't stand to stay without you Asia from Asia, the song titled "Without You." I, I like he's. I know he's gonna have to have an Asia in there. I knew it. <laughs> I, I figured you. I didn't know what it would be, but yeah, I don't know that song. But wow, and you, uh, well, you like this whole album, right? You played this album a lot. Oh, I played it so much that I actually had to buy a second cassette because I <laughs> won the first one out. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Wow, that speaks to yeah, you liked it. <laughs> Loved it. That's yep. Awesome. Yeah, they were a great sound. Love it. Oh wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna round out my top, top, top favorite groups. This is the other one that I didn't get to yet. And um this was their last album of the eighties. It was actually came out in eighty nine and it was it's probably my favorite album of theirs, or it's definitely in the running. Speaking running, you'll see once you. Yeah, here it is. Thank you. 
called run and it's from technique from 1989 and just i love it so much that song Ugh, awesome oh awesome mm -hmm. fantastic wow wow, wow. all I'm right i'm loving this art it's it, again because i could see our sort of differences overall of our feel for what we really love and it's it's a great mix of stuff yeah how about it hmm. oh my goodness um, all right, Whew. another CD or actually cassette that I burnt out that I actually I actually had I actually had to buy two extra copies of this cassette and then I bought it later on on CD. But uh, this one, uh, this one from this album, I think was one of his most underrated songs and definitely should have been a chart topper. But I don't know why it never made it. But. Oh, I absolutely love this song. Is a little Phil Collins for you from the greatest ever produced was no jacket required, and that was inside out. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. 
I say, I, I, I said, if there's one song we might have the same oh. from the same, that and, song is, I think. You know, and that, seriously, love it, just before you get into it, because I know it's your turn, but to me, every time I heard that song growing up, it was like, F you to people, stick it up your ass. I'll do things the way that I want to do it and not conform to the norm. I get it. Yeah, for sure. I, I felt that too. You know, just when you look at the lyrics and listen to the lyrics, it just says, hey, I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to do it my way. And exactly. to me, that was like, what a kick-ass song, especially 84 when we were in high school. It's just like, I'm doing it the way that I'm going to do it. Who cares? <laughs> Don't I know it. I testify sister <laughs> yeah preach to the choir exactly and like i was gonna say i agree what you said originally and it i think that is probably one of the greatest ever album tracks from an, an album that should have been a huge hit yeah that song is amazing absolutely absolutely how how he how his management whatever label never released this as a single <laughs> blows me away just blows me away you know i mean look obviously it was a huge album there's so many other hits from right. it maybe but they still, I, I still think one. this would have charted just as big oh sure i mean and it i i like it better actually than a couple of songs that were his hits absolutely yeah so, i mean billy don't lose like that's a good song but this song is this just, song inside out would have killed Billy, don't lose my number. Yeah, absolutely. It really outshines it. It's like such a powerful song. To totally, to totally. And I think too, though, with that, um, I think MTV at the time had a huge amount to do with it because I think the video made "Billy, Don't Lose My Number" more of a hit because of just the way that it was directed and people oh, could yeah. associate to the video. You know? Yeah, a lot of those videos that in the eighties was more popular due to a video. Right. But just see him if he was just doing like a regular concert footage like just sitting with the drums on stage black and white maybe to this song yeah it would just be fierce absolutely and i said if there's a song that we're gonna maybe have the same i was like it might be this song and you had posted it on your facebook not long ago correct but i swear to you i had this song weeks and weeks before like i this is one of my first songs that i thought of the 80s i was like there's got to be one from No Jacket Required. And I'm like, that is the song. I was like, yep. to be in it. No, I, I, I had this in the radar for a long time. And, and like I said, when it, you know, I it, it kind of laid there. But then like the other day when it was nice outside and I was walking and this popped in the playlist, I'm like, here it is. It, it can't, can't, it can't go. It, it's an omen. It's, it's telling me to, yeah. Uh, uh. Well, there you go. So there's the first match we have. Wow. <laughs> How about it? All right. Amazing. That's back. Amazing. Back to you. All right. So these next two are from two different Van Halen. Two two different Van Halen. One with Sammy and and one with David Lee. And the first one's coming from David Lee. And um, I don't know. It. I just again, as a rocker, I definitely thought that this was a very underrated Van Halen song. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was a little Van Halen from 1984, and the song's called Top Jimmy. Top Jimmy. Okay. He's My... the king. Oh, oh, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> How did you, wouldn't you just die if I, I play that one next on one of my lists? I would, I would die, but it would never happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> if it was my brother, it might, but not oh, me. Oh, definitely your brother. <laughs> Yeah, that I knew Van Halen would be in there too. I was like, "Oh boy, you are rocking it here." <laughs> I am rocking it. That yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Van Halen definitely no question eighties. All right, well, you knew that I could not live without this one from the eighties, and you know sometimes a song that was like to you a rocking song, other songs that you have such strong meaning to you personally, and sometimes a song is just like not maybe rocking for you for like for your song but for me it was like bopping and it's a silly silly kind of song but yet it was the beat of it and it was the love of this artist and it was just one of those you can just have a lot of fun to and it was from her um, second album and was not a hit but was a favorite of mine From our True Colors album, which I played to death, Cindy Lauper with Calm Inside the Storm. I just jammed to that song. I, I, I knew Cindy had to be in there somewhere. I knew you did. And that one just, uh, Jude and I, like that, we, this whole cassette, just playing it over and over. And that's how we just crank it in the car and like, awesome. just, you know, silly Cindy stuff in the 80s. It was just fun. Just fun. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. One more, one more Van Halen song. Um, Oh, I, you know, say people could say what they will or what they want. Um, I just think that when, um, you know, when it became Van Hagar, when Sammy Hagar joined the band, he 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 really changed the sound and the tune of Van Halen. 
um, especially for that part of the 80s. And this was another tape that I wore out that I actually had to go get another cassette because I was just that impressed with the sound, with Hagar's vocals. Uh, I was a huge Sammy Sammy fan way before he joined Van Halen. And um, oh, this song, I really thought, another underrated Van Halen song. So if your brother listens to this podcast and you talk to him, ask him what he thinks about this choice. <laughs> That's the song 5150 from the same album titled 5150. Wow. That, it's so funny that you play that now. Not that I'm, you know, I'm not going to be playing it right. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, I get it because I was also going to mention this. Isn't it interesting when you have an artist and it's the title of the album, but the title wasn't a hit for them? Correct. You know, and it's a yep. great song. Yes. Well, that's awesome because I was going to go there myself. And that is what I'll do next. Because for, for me, the same thing, there's an artist and the name of the album was not a hit for them. Um, but it's one of my favorite songs. And I, I that was just a fascinating thing to me. Like when they have an album, that's the name of the album. And there's a song by that name, but yet they don't release it as a single. So this is mine that goes along with what you had. This is my favorite of the 80s.
talked about them before i mean everybody knows take on me but that first album that that's on every single song on that album is a huge hit should have been a huge hit and that was the title track hunting high and low for that album by aha uh -huh. wow great song yes <sighs> holy cow awesome yes. wow all right awesome wow yeah. wow boy you're schooling me today a little bit nice well, like same it. with you. I'm yeah, like, like stuff it. I haven't heard before. You like it. So all right. This one is all I'm all I'm gonna say is and I'll get into it later. I'm dedicating this one to your brother because you and I he and I and you were in the mix. We talked about this one, but I know this is a fan favorite of his and it's a fan favorite of mine as well. Um here it is. was yes from big generator and that was final eyes final eyes yeah did we did you talk about that with eyes i think I, yes i do believe so and then christian and i we definitely talked about that as well too yeah oh my god i should have i didn't even i forgot about i should have known you'd have a yes song i didn't even i forgot about that yeah because we talked about big generator and yep yeah wow cool <laughs> all right yeah his voice always loved it yep <sighs> and another woman that you know we've talked about before that i love and this <sighs> i just felt the videos and her with the wig and just the, and her voice is just monumental and this song just struck me and there's something powerful about it and there's a message behind it and i love it <laughs> Don't you want to be on the show? 
Annie Lennox, that song from Savage, 1987 album called Shame. Wow. And Eurythmics, of course. The, the message behind that, if you, it's hard to hear the words and you listen to it enough, you, but it's all about how she's like, we love you, you're famous, you're brilliant, you're on camera, but yet the, the pain and the sadness that you really feel because you're really not happy but you're popular and you're famous and the shame that you feel. And it's just a great song. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Yes. Annie Lennox, we know. Did you think I would play probably one of hers? I think you did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she had to be in there as well. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. Um, this album back in the eighties was one that I, another one that I killed to death. Um, again, the, the, a lot of the, a little bit of the, ro- a lot of the rock influence, and this one comes from the Rolling Stones. So here we go.
That was the Rolling Stones from Steel Wheels, and the title of that track was Continental Drift. Wow, I like that. Yeah. And I'm not a big Stones fan, as you know, right. but that song has like a dirty rhythm, kind of sexy. The, the rhythm of that is kind of a little funky almost. Absolutely. Yep. Wow. I I really like I'm going to go back and listen to that. I like it. Yes. Yep. Wow. That's a shocker. I never would have said I'd come away from this liking a Rolling Stone song. But How about that? Wow. I like it. Cool. Awesome. Huh. Nice. All right. Well, probably this is about as rocky as I'm going to get. <laughs> I don't do, but I mean, it's, and it's more college rock um, considered not rock and, you know, pre-rock and roll. But um, you and I have dealt with this group a few times too. And I do love some of their stuff. And this is one of their songs um, that really stuck out to me. <laughs> heard that song and it just i don't know there's something about it that just drew me in and it's of course rem from document from 1987 it's called the finest work song wow. and i think it should have been a hit because it's a great song amazing yeah wow amazing all right this next one um uh again another uh, another working out on the uh working out on the unloading the freight at good old uh, Acme um, and the guys that I unloaded freight with, we all three of us own this. We own this cassette. So we always, each one of us always brought it just in case we would forget, but we never did. Um, but this is one that we drove around at the end of the end of the night to. And um, I, to me, it just, it, it just spoke volumes of, um, kind of like just replaying history uh, through a song, almost like, you know, Billy Joel, we didn't start the fire, but you know, not as, not as upbeat. And uh, this is, this is the final track off the album. And it was a, it was a big album back in the eighties. And uh, well, once you hear the artist, you'll know who I'm talking about. Bye. 
coming on the little screen. A man named Ike was in the White House, big black limousine. There were many shows to follow, from Hooter to Dutyville. Though I saw them all, I can't recall which cartoon was real. The coonskin caps, Yankee bats, the hound dog man, big start. The A-bomb fears, Annette had ears, I lusted in my heart. A young man from Boston set sail the new frontier, and we watched the dream dead end in Dallas. They buried in a that year, I know it's true, oh so true, cause I saw it on TV. And that was John Fogarty from Center Field and the song's titled, I Saw It on TV. Wow. I never heard that before. Yeah. And it was not a hit, like a release? Not at all. Nope. I saw it on TV. Yes. Wow. Cool. And you guys listen to that album a lot. Oh, we love Center Field. You got, I mean, you know, you had, you had Center Field. And then the one that we really would go crazy with was The Old Man <laughs> Down the Road. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's what I never heard because it wasn't something I didn't know anybody that had that album that I'd listen to it. So I yeah. wouldn't. Wow. Now you do. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's funny because you said that was the last track on the album. Yes. All right. Well, I've got one of those deals too. I've got, I'm going to play now. This is the last track on his album. And this was another huge hit of, and I remember I didn't buy it at first. I'd recorded it, you know, dubbed it from somebody on a cassette and, um, again, just listen to this over and over. And we, he had a huge number one hit from it. But this song is one of the, it's a simpler song, simple, but gorgeous and beautiful. And it just, yeah, there's just something about it, the lyric and the, the melody of it. And you'll know when you hear his voice. And I just, I think it was the great way to end the album. Yeah, that's what you love. Oh. 
leaving from back in the high life stevie winwood even with that song just gets me i That's think it's an awesome song oh wow yeah my love is leaving it has a sort of melancholy sad um but it's a beautiful song nice there you go oh all right um next two coming up for me are from the purple man here's number one Baby, I'm a star. Now we both picked a Purple Rain track as well. Yes, we did. Very cool. Oh, baby, that's a great song. It is. But as we said, that whole, I mean, the entire album. Yeah, exactly. One of the best soundtracks ever. Forever. (laughs) Nice. Glad you picked the Prince, too. I had a feeling you might, so we both... Agree on him. Oh, I have one more coming up. Well, yeah, I heard. Yeah, you're a double prince. Then. I'm double prince. Wow. Now, I'm going to slow it down to a big time for this. And this, they had three hits from this album, their first debut album, 1988. But this song, it's my favorite off the album. It just, oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Here we go. If only I tried a Shut up. 
that jazz and should have been a hit all this i should have known my favorite song off that album i think it's just brilliant awesome wow great yeah. tune i knew i recognized breathe wow yeah that's my favorite oh my god that's fantastic so all right we definitely mentioned this prince song before and uh here we go Sign of the Times, that's Starfish and Coffee. Hmm. By, I don't know. Prince. <laughs> I know. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that, we. You, I knew you loved that song. You had put that in your countdown of best Prince songs ever. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, the, when we got our first um, CD player to hook up to our uh, to hook up to our our, our stereo, uh, I believe that sign of the time sign of the times was the first was the first CD that we had to play mm -hmm. on that one, and yeah. that I just uh, I, I fell I fell in love with that. Yeah, that's a good song. Yep. Wow. Cool. Well, I'm going to play this. Definitely, you know me, and you're going to understand. But it's unconventional as far as what you would probably think of right away as you know 80s pop, but it's not. But this album did come out in the 80s, and she had a big hit from it. Um, but not your traditional artist that you pop, but I fell in love with her. 
and to this day, she brings me peace and tranquility in her music. And I always look forward to her next new album, which she only releases usually every three, four or five years sometimes. But this song from it, just it, it's just haunting and, and gorgeous here. <laughs> surprised i am not <laughs> my girl enya after orinoco flow came out top 20 hit and that this song storms in africa part two actually there's a remix that's the second version of it with those african drums and her voice and this the, the vocals overlaid she just it's one artist i re, i wish i would see her in concert so bad i love her so much enya everything she's ever produced of course that's I awesome i'd go see her with you would you? Absolutely. You're, you, you're, you're getting me into her vibe. So yeah, I'd go. Oh, believe me. It got, she got me through some hard times. Her, that it's soothing and therapeutic, her stuff, her music, her voice. And my dad loves her. I, I'm the one who turned her on actually with this song. Actually, I remember playing it in the backyard. Awesome. He's like, who's that? I'm like, explain. And she's like now old. She's outsold you too from Ireland. She's from Ireland, of course. And she's outsold you two albums. It's amazing. Wow. He's amazing. Oh my God. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And you know, it's great that she's amazing that she's had that much of an impact on you that that's even more amazing. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, what's great about music. You know, music, music doesn't lie. So we, right. you know, it's fine. In, in, in the end, in the end, no matter what, what goes down, we always have music. So right. And it finds yeah. the truth. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. This next one I, is the first, it's, it's the first cut off, off, off the album that, 
this to me this song set the tone for the rest of for the rest of the album and there were a lot of hits off this album and there was probably another one that i that i could have went with but to me this one uh this one just sets the tone That's the opening track from the from the album. So Peter Gabriel with Red Rain. Wow! And I well, you had talked about this in the past. You know, I knew you love this song, right? Yes. When I love it so much too, and I was I almost picked it myself. I really did because. I love it like you do, but I think I was like, well, I know, I think he's going to pick this. I have a feeling. So I picked, and this is on my mixtapes always. Yeah. I, I, and Wait. you know, I kind of, I, I, I juggled, but I was just like, I, I love, I know which one you're going to play, but I'm like, Oh, I just, just that slight edge. Slight oh, edge. Yeah, I, get I get it. And that's why I didn't play it. And this one, this one has a slight edge for me in, in a different way. The message of this. Oh. But I don't want to leave 
Yeah, baby. Woo! That song, I relate to it. It's like hearing that voice in your head. Oh, just again, this whole that whole album, every song is just brilliant. Yes. And I had a feeling that would be an album that you would also like. I was like, I really want to pick Red Rain too. And I'm like, but no, that voice again is one of my favorites. So, like, yeah. Awesome. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow is right. Wow. (laughs) So, all right. The next one. um, To me, probably another. uh, This art, these, these, this artist's. To me, I thought this is probably one of their best, their best albums ever. And um, this is a song that I just listened to over and over and over again. I mean, I know I've talked a million times about relationships and everything else. And this was this was like, I don't know. This was just one of like, I'm going to try to use this sometimes when I get dumped or something. But I mean, I would it was it was it would be a staple of just listening to. And as I got older even with hard times with relationships and things and, 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 and just people in general um, drive forever to this song. And I still do. And um, here we go. Genesis from Abacab, like it or not. 
like it or not. Yep. Well, I guess I could like it or not, but I like it. <laughs> I'm not familiar with it, but yeah, I don't know that album as well as you do. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you know, the song Turn It On Again. Right. That came from Abacab. So again, listening to rock stations, they would play it over and over again. And I'm like, all right, um, besides Sticks, Paradise Theater, this was the second See, this was the second cassette that I ever went out and purchased, like with Paperboy money, and I was just like, "OMG, Genesis, Genesis, Genesis." Yeah, those were the days when you have your money, you buy your own cassette, you just play that cassette over and over. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think, like, I think Abacab was like a 1982, 83 release. So, yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, you play a song that I wasn't familiar with. I'm going to definitely play one you're not familiar with because um, you know I like this group and most people, they know them maybe from their one hit that didn't even make the top 10, but I just fell in love with them and their sound, um, particularly these two albums from the 80s that they had. And this song was just always a rocker, not rocker as rock, but like crank it in the car and jam to it. And yeah. So here we go. Gritty Politty with Absolute from Cupid and Psyche 85. Wow. And just a lot, a lot of people know Scritty Politty. They might remember Perfect Way was their hit. But I just love their sound. And that was a cassette that I wore out. I had to buy another one. So I Awesome. It. Yeah. Nice. There you go. All righty. All right. Well, another one of my favorite all-time artists. Um, you'll know it. Well, you know who it is.
that's What's It Gonna Be from Cuts Like a Knife by Brian Adams. All right. I was waiting for Brian. I know you were. <laughs> there you go with your uh, yeah, good song. Wow. Whew. All right. Getting down to the to last. To the nitty gritty here. Yep. Not that they're in necessarily any order, like we said. We're not correct. You know, but still, right. well, this next one, this is we were saying earlier, and I was saying about when the album track, the album title track is a wasn't a hit. The album title track was a, a, a mediocre hit for them, but it was then they had another hit off this album. But this was the song that spoke to me a little bit, and it, it's another one of those like simple kind of songs. It's not real fa- uh, crazy production, and but it definitely reflects the sound of the artist um, of the day that we both have talked about before in love. And I think they actually even named their, one of their greatest hits packages has this title as like the partial name of it. Even though, again, this song was not a really single. talked about it before miss him michael hutchins that song shine like it does by in excess from listen like thieves great song wow awesome awesome all right um another favorite artist of mine and probably from one of my all-time favorite albums by him here we go Some people never go walking. Some 
Don Henley from Building the Perfect Beast, song called Land of the Living. Wow, I forgot about that's the last track, I believe, on the album. That is the last track of the album, yes. Yeah, I forgot about that and him for this. That's awesome. Yes. Good song. Oh, yeah. We know how oh, Sunset Grill <laughs> and Boys of Summer. Oh, my oh. God. That's. All she wants, yeah, that's such that's a that's a pure classic 80s album. Oh yes, my god, sir. absolutely, so good. yep, so good, good choice. Wow, all right. I before I have we have two songs, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna speed it up once before I slow it down at the end. I saved this one for last for sure, but this one I played it recently too in our um driving songs and dance songs, but that I had to include it because it was not a single, um, but they did play it a little bit in the dance club. And it's, you know, I played it several times out. It's my, one of my favorite tracks by these three ladies, and I just look, adore them. <laughs> wonder why because their name is in the song title exposed to love and i thought that would be the perfect hit for them to release <laughs> but no but expose exposed to love from exposure the album which i love so i had to play it great song to dance to awesome all right my last one comes from a mix of artists that uh just suddenly got pulled away from the death of one of the artists but this song to me is one of their most underrated um, from the little stuff that they did. Well, I get a rattle every time we make. I get a rattle 
and that was the Traveling Wilburys from the Traveling Wilburys Volume One, the song titled Rattled. And you had that cassette? Oh my God, yes. Wow, I never. Yeah, I remember you talked about them once before, but I wow. Because that what you were talking about was it Tom Petty that that died? You were saying something about death, right? No, Roy Orbison died. Oh. Well, that's right. Tom Petty died later. He's dead, yes. but not at the time. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it was Jeff Lynn, Roy Orbison. George um, Harrison. George Harrison, Tom mm -hmm. Petty. Yeah. And I think Bob Dylan had something to do with Bob something. Dylan. Yep, absolutely. He was in there, too. Yep. Oh, that's funny. I never would have thought that was your last song to play. Um, huh. it's, it's like almost like country, countrified. They have a little bit of that. Right. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Jeff Lynn was just he was oh, it was just amazing. The like I said, the the collaboration of artists that were in the the Wilburys and and the 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 musical prowess that they all had, it was just wow. And like I said, the untimely death of Roy Orbison, it was just shocking. Wow, very nice, cool, cool. Last song. So that's funny because my song also sort of falls to the side a little bit genre wise for most of what I played kind of similar to that track for you. And I'm going to play the last couple minutes of it. We do have a whole time. Yeah. But whoa. I got the, I remember getting this cassette going cause I was in college freshman year, 86. It was like in late fall and just, and I was not in a good place at that time. And I was listening to this cassette with my headphones on and just the beauty of this man and his way that he you know there's elton john there's billy joel and then there's this there's this guy with the piano
course, that's Bruce Hornsby in the range from The Way It Is. And the song, The River Runs Low, just, I can't even talk right now. Wow. <clears throat> what a beautiful song. It's, that song moves me so much. Sure. Uh, he's just, it's gorgeous. It and is gorgeous. Wow. So I have a with that. I just love that. Amazing. Totally amazing. So, well, my friend, there's been 20 random songs that we picked together today. What a lesson between the both of us from some of the things that we picked. It, it was an amazing show and I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy and I'm so glad we were able to do this. And this was, this was awesome. And I hope we could have like a, a volume two, three, four, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think we could. Yeah, I agree with you totally. Sounds, like, sure. sounds like a plan. So, yeah. all right. Well, everyone out there that's, that was listening, I hope you had to have a great and rest of your Sunday and an enjoyable Easter day uh, for those that celebrate Easter, uh, for those of our other faith members celebrating Passover, happy Passover. And to everybody out there, thanks for listening. Keep on rocking. Uh, the 80s are the be- uh, The 80s are the great and the 80s are the best. So thanks again, my friend, Dan. And uh, it was a pleasure podcasting with you as always. And uh, you have a good week. Take care. Thanks, you too. All right. We'll see you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.